Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The pitch by Martinez is up and in and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge the mound. He's going to charge Martinez and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he's grabbed from behind by Baratek. And now the benches are empty. It's time for hour two of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Yershinsky wanting to know am I going. He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate. And Yershinsky not only Step up to the plate for hour two of the hot corner. Posebnik getting into it with Barrett. I mean, there is some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. On 1080. Uh-huh. Whoa! Bautista got all he could handle with that. Wow. That's some pretty solid contact right there. The fan. Welcome into the second hour of the hot corner. If you missed any of the first hour, you can check that out on the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 1080thefan.com or on Twitter. Uh, also, the Beers on Us podcast will drop tomorrow around 4 o'clock. will be a quick hit this week, so check that out wherever you get your podcasts. Also, follow us on Instagram at Beers on Us. Uh, we are full-on all-star mode. Next week, we will have Big John Scanick on the show, correct? I believe that is the plan, yes. If you're out there, Big John, in Radio Land, it's going to be the best. It's my favorite. We'll talk about uh, midseason stuff, you know, how we're feeling. We'll check in on the Mariners. He won't want to, but quickly. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do that quickly, and uh, we'll kind of give a state of the league at that time. But let's finish this up, or at least attempt to. <laughs> we're at catcher in the American League, and your finalists are... Gary Sanchez of the New York Yankees. Hashtag I am Gary. James McCann of the Chicago White Sox. Hashtag I am not Brian McCann. Having a great season. And uh, Robinson Chirinos, not the Texas Rangers Robinson Chirinos, but the Houston Astros Robinson Chirinos. Isn't that the same guy? Yeah. Okay. Just used to be on the Rangers? Yeah, he likes Texas. Uh, This one is easy for me. It's Gary Sanchez, partially because I love him, but. Partially because I love home runs. He is, Let me tell you why home runs are the best thing ever. He's having a great They're season this so year. so great, and everyone loves them. Thanks, Donald. Uh, 23 homers, 52 RBIs, 266 average, which is good enough for him. I'm taking Gary Sanchez. Uh, I will also take Gary Sanchez as well. However, I just want to say this Chicago White Sox team is going to be really good, and I I'm, I'm like pee myself every time I watch them. Gross. Out of um, fear? Yeah, out of fear. <laughs> I'm going to take Gary Sanchez and get Patrick some diapers. Yeah, it's one thing that it's one thing for the Twins to be good. Uh, I lived through the Royals being good. 
The Royals were like, okay, no big deal. And the Twins were kind of like, uh, Tigers uh, were good. Uh, uh, you're hurting me. And if the White Sox are good, I will literally die. The Tigers were good. You probably hated that. Oh, yeah, dude. Remember they had the rotation of Rick Porcello, Max Scherzer, and Justin Verlander. Yeah. And they couldn't do anything. And Doug Fister. And Doug Fister. Fister, if she's a, ugly. They made a World Series, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. They lost to Giants. In four games? Five games? Five, I think. Five. Yeah. I'll vote for Gary Sanchez. All right. Switching over to the National League, we have Wilson Contreras of the Chicago Cubs. Yasmani Grandal, who's not making errors for L.A. He's playing well in Milwaukee. And the other McCann, Brian McCann, not related. Brian Balaga. Um, this one's also tough for me because I've watched the Cubs a lot recently, and Contreras is just getting big hit after big hit after we were, big we hit. We were watching the game, and, and Keiko pitched well, and they were up like 4-0, something like that, and then Contreras goes deep. Um but I've also seen similar from Grandall. But from what I've watched, I've seen less Brewers than Cubs this year. I'm going to go ahead and pick Contreras. Um, I am going to choose. I'm going to completely step away from who deserves this, and I'm going to go with who's the least douchiest of the three. And I'm voting for Yasmani Grandall because I, I think I, the other dudes he's are pretty douche douchey bag. too. Though I think the other dudes are way bigger douchebags. Wilson Contreras. Uh, is probably one of my least favorite players in Major League Baseball. And although I love Brian McCann's, like, old-school thought, like he's, like, regulating baseball, he does it in a super douchebag way. So I'm going to take Yasmani Grandal and hope he does not commit errors in the All-Star game. Yeah, I'm going to give the humble brewers an All-Star. Yasmani Grandal. Oh, they got to have somebody, and there might not be anybody else on this list that yeah, actually makes yeah, it. So yeah, exactly. We, wait, should, we should probably vote for Grandal. Wait, we're doing outfielders next? Oh, no, crap. no, there are actually no outfielders <laughs> no? in the All-Star game this skip year. skip over that? Yeah, yeah. So the brewers need somebody, so I'm going to go with Yasmani Grandal. That's right. That's right. How's that? Does that work for you, Mike? It does, yes. Okay, okay. Uh, we'll slide over to the outfield where we get to choose Trace. That's more than two and less than four. Uh, in the American League, we got Mike Trout of the Angels, Joey Gallo of the Rangers, George Springer of the Astros, Austin Meadows of the Tampa Bay Rays, Aaron Judge of the I Haven't Played in Three Months, Michael Brantley of the Astros, Mookie Betts of the Red Sox, Eddie Rosario of the Twins, Josh Reddick of the Astros. So this one... Man, this is tough. I think this is real straightforward to me. So Mike Trout, obvious number one. Cool. I'll just we'll just Joe you in on that. Mike Trout, he gives me the nod. We'll click that. Michael guy. Brantley, obvious number two. I think so too as well. But the third one for me is very difficult. How? Because, <laughs> well, Springer has been hurt, right? And he's been playing great, really well for the Astros. But he's been hurt, and generally, our rule of thumb thus far today has been we're not picking guys who have had significant injuries. Correct. Right. That also takes Aaron Judge out of here. Um, I'm kind of stuck between Austin Meadows and Eddie Rosario, to be honest with you. Um, Rosario's numbers in terms of impact hits are way higher than Meadows. His average is about 20 points lower, though. So that's a big difference in the OPS, which is how we're sorting it. Um, I love Austin Meadows, so I'm probably going to pick him. But I think Rosario definitely deserves some consideration in this uh, my debate for this last one is between Austin Meadows and Joey Gallo, surprisingly. Uh, I think Joey Gallo is a home run boomer bust kind of guy. Hitting 273. But he's year. hitting 273, which is the best I've ever seen the man hit. And I've only ever seen him hit like 210. 
OPS loves a guy like Joey Gallo. However, I want to remind the Pittsburgh Pirates that their front office made a terrible, terrible, terrible decision. Maybe one of trading, the worst trades we've seen in a very long trading time. trading Tyler Glass now and Austin Meadows for Chris Archer. I'm voting for Austin Meadows. I'm going for Austin Meadows as well as my second, but uh, I'm not going to give Michael Brantley the the nod. I'm giving it to George Springer because his votes his, or his stats, I know he missed, was it, 27 games? Those numbers. He are, just got back, yeah. I know, but, uh, I mean, those numbers are pretty ridiculous. Think of the numbers he would have if he didn't miss those. He years. was killing it. Before he got hurt, he was killing it. Look, he I was a clear-cut MVP. I, don't, I have no problem with the George Springer call. I know he's been hurt, but... He was really killing it, and he's back now. I have no problem with that. I just i I want people to understand that Michael Brantley is a really good baseball player. And this is, is. What, that's what I was going to say is I never gave Brantley that much respect with the Indians. And everybody was like, Patrick, why do you keep holding on to this guy in our fantasy league? And I was like, weird. And then, well, he also never really – he never played this well for you guys either. This he is, always bats this way. He just doesn't have home runs or RBIs. The, the thing from we suck. watching him play – it was one of the most interesting experiences. So uh, the Yankees have played them seven times this year. So I've seen him play in seven games. He's impossible to strike out. Impossible. And he will work pitchers to three, two counts with seven foul balls and then hit a stupid single. And that's the worst. That's the best kind of single. If you're an Astros fan, because you're jacking up the pitch count and you're getting a guy on base. He's always on base. Always. Always. And he doesn't have the power that he he once did, but he still has double-digit home runs right now, and he's on a better team, and his impact is so through the roof that I have to vote for him. Have to. All right. I'm down. You're, so you're voting hear, for him, too. I'm voting for him, too. You're not going to hear an argument. I think, it's the, I think it's the biggest move that doomed the Cleveland Indians. Cleveland Indians are in the playoffs if today started. Okay? Imagine if the Cleveland Indians had Michael Brantley. They would be the same. I hate you, Michael. <laughs> Switching over to the National League. This one's super easy. This one's really easy. Although, I don't know. The third might be. Third might be. Oh, come on. Debatable. Uh, we got oh, Co- come on. Cody Bellinger of the Los Angeles Dodgers. That's an instant vote. And, and clearly, like, the heartthrob in the greater Los Angeles area. And Just, clearly the MVP frontrunner at the moment. Yeah. Uh, number two is my second favorite player in all of baseball. The second best player in baseball, in my opinion, Mr. Christian Yelich of the Milwaukee Brewers. Charlie Blackman of the Colorado Rockies, Ronald Acuna Jr., Acuna Matata of the Atlanta Braves, and then a bunch of dudes that aren't worth talking about. Basically. Yeah. Um, this one's very easy it's for a, me. It's a four, it's a four horse race here. It's Cody Bellinger and Christian Yelich are making it a hundred percent. Click and click. And I believe Cody is the number one vote getter, and I actually believe Yelich is the number two vote getter. At least before this round started. Before right? this round started, yes. And then Charlie Blackman, dude. The numbers are close enough to Ronald Acuna Jr., but he's hitting 40 points higher than him or 30 points higher than him. So, Like, what made the National League outfield just like bomb.com this year? So let's go Charlie Blackman, okay? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Charlie Blackman as well. He There was a stat I saw, I think, last week that he, over his last 30 game or like 30 days, something like that, was like batting close to 500. Yeah, he's been really pretty high. stupid. Like, yeah. yeah, he's been really, really good. So. What is happening? Sorry, my bad. Uh, <laughs> I, I like how you just looked at it making sound and it didn't do anything for a while. You were just like, oh, video's playing. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Off topic. Uh, I obviously should vote for Charlie Blackman. God, I want to see Acuna in a All-Star game. 
By I don't way, want to see him just like pinch hit in the seventh. By and, the way, George Springer hit a four and forty-eight foot home run today. Yeah, so. it's no Nolan Arenado. Actually, did you see Nomar Mazzara's home run? I did. Five hundred and ten feet. Oh Adi- my! Adios, amigo. Uh, Look it up, Joe. It's a it's a bomb. <laughs> um, I am going to be the outlier of this, and I'm going to vote for Nick Markakis. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm voting former for Charlie. Orioles. Let's vote for the former Orioles. I'm voting for Charlie Blackman. Okay. All Quickly, right. let's do DH because it's the last one left. No, it's not because I got things to talk about. We'll do the DH for the All-Star game when we come back. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Finishing up the Major League Baseball All-Star voting as we do every single year. Big John Chicanic on for our uh, midseason wrap-up show next week. Can I vote for Nomar Mazzara for All-Star game? <laughs> if you want. Ride and vote. Uh, we got one last one, and we could have done it real quick, but I got some, I got some issues with this real quick. Uh, the designated hitter uh, only in the American League as the All-Star game is in Cleveland, Ohio, which is an American League ballpark. Uh, Hunter Pence of the Tejas Rangers might be the uh, comeback player of the year. Probably. In Hunter Pence. Uh, J.D. Martinez of the Boston Red Sox and Nelson Cruz of the Seattle Mariners. We got a former Mariner on the list, so you know where my you know where my allegiance is like. <laughs> um, Mike, who are you going with? I'm going to go Pence on this one. Um, J.D. Martinez, the stats are good and all, but watching him, he's looked a little lost recently, which is strange because he was so locked in last year. Is that a little bit of back issues this year, it seems like? So, and then, I mean, Cruz is, is fun to watch and all, but Pence has been... Something else for the Rangers this year. He's one of the main reasons they're actually in the wild card spot right now. So I'll go Hunter Pence. Well, and everybody loves a good psychopath, and he looks like a psychopath. Most definitely does. Give me Hunter Pence as well. All right. Well, this is where my problems come in. You're staring at these stats right now, okay? Okay. I know this isn't that great in Radio Land because they can't see the stats. Well, read them for us then. Well, okay, okay. Hunter Pence, 294 average, 15 dingers, 48 ribbies, 962. J.D. Martinez, 287, 17, 45, 892. Last one is OPS, by the way. Nelly Cruz, 264, 13, 36, 877. What about this guy? Sorry, I got to see here. We're doing average home runs, ribbies, OPS. Average, 251. Not great. 46 ribbies, 19 home runs, and an OPS of 920. So slightly worse than Hunter Pence. Only the home runs are better than Hunter Pence in that one. Yeah, and somebody from every team has got to make it, right? What team are we missing? Oh, Daniel Vogelbach? This would be one Daniel Vogelbach. Although, is he technically would be be a first baseman or a DH? He would be a DH. You sure? I'm sure. Because he plays first base. Hey, Buster only told me this morning that he would be a DH. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, I don't care. The numbers aren't as good as Hunter (laughs) Pence. Yeah, I don't care. Here's Mike. Oh, yeah, I don't care. I voted for four Yankees today. I don't care. <laughs> uh, Vogelbach's been fun, and I actually talked to John about this. He was like, I actually like him, and I don't like that I do. Yeah, why isn't Edwin Encarnacion on this list, right? Am I right, guys? Am I right? I'm voting for Daniel Vogelbach. Can I write in? It says I got one entry remaining. 
It's like, pick one. It's like, well, okay, then fine. I'm picking the former Mariner, Nelson Cruz. <laughs> Just because I can't get Daniel Vogelbach? Just because I can't get Daniel Vogelbach. Look, Hunter Pence, a comeback story. It's cool, man. Yeah, that's cool, man. He also has three World Series rings. I'm voting for Nelly Cruz. He used to play for the Mariners. <laughs> you really want to vote for the current Mariner as, as he stands right now? Yeah, I'm pissed off. I lo- Vogelbach is fun. He's going to be the only Mariner to make the list. Oh, of course he is. <laughs> I mean, like, who else? Um, we can play that game right now. What bad team? Hunter Dozier is going to make it for the Royals. Who's yes. going to make it on the... Although on, Whit Merrifield might be able to do it, too. Who's going to make it on the Tigers? Boyd? Uh, probably. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who else is on the Tigers. Maybe Green, like, the the closer? Shane Green. Shane Green. Like, no one good is on the Tigers. No, they're awful. Yeah, they're really bad. That'd be dope if they just put Miggy in. They're just like, hey, man, you're really garbage, but your name. Hey. <laughs> yeah, is there anybody else? What are the bad? Who's getting in on the Marlins? Garrett Cooper, maybe? He's been pretty good for the yeah. first base. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who gets in on the Mets? DeGrom, I guess. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you, you just that's or Jeff easier. McNeil you or away. Pete Alonso. Ooh, Pete Alonso. He's gonna be in the he's gonna be in the home run derby. Yeah, but Jeff McNeil, dude, he's awesome. <laughs> I have to say this right now, and I'm gonna preface it with this, bro. The home run derby is gonna be brotastic. Who else is in it? Uh, Pete Alonso, uh, Austin Riley, like all the kids that hit bombs are like, I would kill to be in the home run derby <laughs> and then carlos santana's like i play for cleveland it's in cleveland can i get in and they're like yeah wait he's in the home run yeah derby? oh yeah no it's gonna be awful carlos santana i know it's gonna watch be him awful. win it too. Know, he's gonna, gonna be, be like justin morneau against josh hamilton yeah um let's see who's gonna get in for the blue jays for the blue jays lordis Scoriel jr Ooh, good call he's been very good, good call um who gets in for cincinnati reds uh, oh man, I don't know. Derek Dietrich? Yeah, probably. He'll probably get in the hall in the uh, home run derby too, right? Eugenio Suarez. That's my Mike impression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I think Yasmani Grandal can win the MVP. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say you're an idiot, but. Uh... Uh, the Oakland A's. Who gets in for the Oakland A's? Matt Ooh. Chapman. No, he's not had a good year. I don't know. I don't know who's having a good year for Oakland. Actually, I tell you what, it's not Blake Trinan. Tell you that <laughs> is is Mark. I feel like I see Marcus Simeon at the top of a lot of lists. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he's he actually hitting. Year? He's actually hitting this year. I don't know what his error number is at, but I haven't seen a lot of Oakland baseball yet this year. No, me neither. Oddly enough, although it, it pains me to say this. I've been watching a lot of Dodgers at night. They're really fun to watch. They're good. Yeah. So I've I've been skipping Oakland. Ooh, who gets in on the Giants? They're hot garbage. Oh god. Yeah, somebody's got to get in, man. Will uh, Smith? Don't they have Will Smith? The reliever. Yeah, that everybody wants at the trade deadline. Oh, yeah. I, I guess that could work, well, right? It's an easy one then. How about San Diego? Did everybody remember when San Diego spent a bunch of money and had all these cool prospects? They're actually pretty good. Still kind of suck. They're pretty good, Mike. Yeah. They're pretty good. Yeah. They are yeah. 40 and 40. That's pretty and good. And 14 games back from first place. Hey, it's better than they used to be. Sure. They've got <laughs> six more wins than the than the Giants. Um, what about their their rookie guy, Chris Paddock? 
Would he make it? He's in the minors. I know that they're managing it, but would they call him up if he makes the All-Star game? Can you get the All-Star game if you're in the AAA? <laughs> in the AAA. The AAA. Hey, how about I, Eric I, Hosmer? He's had a good year for them. Oh, stop. They got Manny Machado on that team. You take Machado over you take Hosmer. Machado has only been good for the last, like, week. Hey, did you hear? Did you see he hit his uh, 100th home run in Camden Yards yesterday? I did see that. Oh, that's something we could talk about. We didn't talk about Pujols getting his return to St. Louis. And then they cheered the opposing home run because (laughs) Pujols hit it. And they also gave some love to Stephen Piscotty yesterday. They did, yeah. St. Louis fans just classing it up. That they are. Classing it up. Yeah, I want to know who makes it for San Francisco. If the Royals can send Mike Sweeney to the Oscar game every year in the 2000s, the money (laughs) there, I'm assuming... That means Miguel Cabrera can go for Detroit. <laughs> oh, oh, I we we totally glanced over this. Like, who's going for Baltimore? Joe, I saw a story. Probably Trey Mancini. I I saw a story. Maybe on... Andrew Kashner. He's seven and three this year. What's his ERA? Uh, probably like over four, <laughs> over five. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I saw this story on Reddit today. It was kind of like an onion thing, but it was it wasn't really a story. It was just like, uh, what what's the AAA club for Baltimore? Oh, oh God! It's it's escaping me right yeah, now. Yeah, it's some sort of lake team, and they were like, "Guy gets demoted from AAA to the Baltimore Orioles," and I was like, "Oh God, that's so rough. That's so rough." It's like, what would I do, guys? We're winning here. Was that the Lake Erie Monsters or yeah, something? Is some that like, the, it's like, the Norfolk Tide? The Norfolk Tide. That's what it is. It's like, man, what am I gonna leave here? We're doing so. I was having so much fun. You're gonna send me to Baltimore? That team sucks. John Sukanik just tweeted, beating Milwaukee on the road twice? The opener worked? Win streak? Legit one to two hitters at the top of the order? Two innings save? Stranger things, man. Go M's. <laughs> Mariners are 36 and 47, 15 and a half games back. Well, with a run differential of minus 58. Bet you the Orioles are worse. Uh, the Orioles are 22 and 58. Oh no. That would be worse. Oh yeah, no. They've, Jesus. Um, they, the gap has increased Jesus. in the last week or so. They're already 30 games back and it's not even the end of June. Hey, They're I, run, I like number one overall picks. I don't know about you guys. Their run differential is minus 191. They gave up one a, of two teams over a hundred and minus today. They gave up another five home runs. That's their 10th five home run game this year, which I think ties the record. And yeah, it's the 80th game. They're nine and 30 at Camden yards. Whoa. Nine and 30, nine and 30. They're better <laughs> on the road. They there are, are some really bad teams in baseball this year, guys. They are 13 and 45 against teams with a sub 500 record. Oh. Wait. 13 and 45? Yeah. Almost wait, all wait, of no, their. No, no, no. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Almost all this of their, their losses against, have come This is their record against teams better than 500. I okay. I looking at this wrong. Thank you. I was going to say, they've played almost all teams under 500, and that's say, most wait, of their losses. Now, say that again. So their record is 13, 13 and, and 45 against teams over 500. And their record is what? 22, 22 and, 58. and 58. So how, They're better against good teams than bad teams. Do you see how many teams they're playing above 500, though? They have nine wins against teams below 500. They, they probably have, they have like 13. They're nine and 13 against teams below 500. Yeah. No wonder they're getting killed this year. They're playing teams that are 
above 500. Do you guys get an easy break in your schedule, or are you just like, a- oh, Joe's blaming schedule on the Orioles being garbage? Yes. Oh, give me a break. That is Bush League. That's some of the most hot garbage I've ever seen in my entire life. I got a call for a man, Fred, I got to make here. I'm not happy about Let's this. Let's see. So are we counting Oakland as a good or a bad team? Good team? Uh, are they above 500? As Mike Lynch would say. They are above 500. So. They are above 500. So they have played Toronto, and they won two of three against Toronto. Scrolling, scrolling. They're 27 and 22 scrolling. against teams above 500. Scrolling. Oh, they've played a lot of good teams. Detroit, they lost They lost two or three against Detroit. That's not a good look. They also lost two or three against the Giants. Also a bad look. Then they lost two or three against Toronto. Then they lost three or four against the Mariners. So, okay, Joe. You're getting some wins early in the season when you were starting the year off kind of hot, but you have Got not... Got two out of three from the Braves. <clears throat> in June... In the month of June, you have four wins. Someone's got to be the bottom feeder every year, Mike. Joe. I don't see why this is like something like shocking to you that there's a bad team in the MLB. Joe, it's June 26th. You've won four games in the month of June. Like I said, is there is everyone going to be great in the MLB? No. There's going to be a bad team. In the American League, the teams that are the best against teams over 500. One of those was against Houston. Uh, um, of all the teams in the American League, the teams that are the best against teams over 500, number one is the Houston Astros at 32 and 21. Makes sense. Number two is the Oakland Athletics at 27 and 22. Hmm. Number three, the most wins is the Seattle Mariners at 26. But they've also lost 43 times. Well, so you want to talk about schedule roughness well the orioles are 13 and 45 but they played 20 i mean almost all their games have been teams over 500 so you're saying they're gonna hit a soft spot and it's all gonna be okay yeah and they'll come back from their 15 and a half game deficit now i'm gonna look at the mariners schedule because yeah the, the the orioles have played a lot of good teams but the dodgers have the best record against teams over 58 500 of at 31 games. and 18 58 of 80 games that's of teams above 500 Dang, we are rabbit holing right now. This is probably thrilling radio. Uh, hey, if we can try and justify my Orioles being bad, I'll, you know, we'll delay this break as long as possible. Oh, we're not justifying anything. <laughs> we're just talking about how bad they I are. I will say, great text from the text line. Someone says that for the All Star game, Rutschman's in for the Orioles. <laughs> yeah, just put him in. He needs some at bats, dude. <laughs> Here's a little streak for the Mariners in August Detroit, Toronto, Tampa, Toronto. So three out of four series could be winnable, although. Uh, nine of those games are on the road, so that might not go so well for the Mariners. Yeah, they've they were. I'm just looking ahead here. They don't have a lot of cupcakes on their schedule. Interesting. All right. Well, Orioles are really bad. Four wins in June. I've never seen something like that before. That's tough pretty schedule. Insane. Tough schedule, man. Pretty, pretty insane. You know, we're we're fighting, battling. You know, gotta deal with the hand that we're dealt. Play the hand <clears throat> that we're dealt. You know, that's what yeah, happens. Do you guys win 40 games this year? No. Yes. For God's sakes, Mike. They're going to win He's at least like, 40 games. What do you think this is, Mike? You think this is a tank job? Of course we're going to win 40 games. <laughs> Jesus. I'm, I'm that's holding, ridiculous. I'm holding, 40 games. I'm holding on to this, dude. What is it? What's 58 plus 22? 80? Joe, like, you could totally not win 40 games. They, dude, they need to win 18 more games. 
You've only won 22 in the season's <laughs> half over. All right, well, so don't get on this high horse like, We're at 80 oh, games. Oh, right. we only got to win 18 games. Yeah, what do they got, like d- a strip tease of their owner in the locker room, and each time they get a win, they pull a little piece off? I, I Is will, that what's going down here? Ew, what is happening? Next two commercial breaks, like I will go through league. the remaining schedule of the oh. Orioles and give you 18 wins. I'm going to do the same, too. Speaking of, when we come back, we'll check in on win, the Baltimore Orioles. Win. Loss, and, and, loss, win, loss. And we'll pick our starters for the All-Star game. This is the hot corner, but first there's Joe with sports. This is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. All right, we'll wrap up this All-Star selection show by uh, choosing our pitchers. But first, I am looking at uh, some Baltimore Orioles stuff. If they win one game of every series in the second half, that's like 23-24 wins. That ain't going to happen, Joe. (laughs) This team is so bad. They get Washington. uh, They get two two two-game series with Washington, so they're winning at least one or two of those. There is some sort of fan night. Every night, Scherzer and Corbin both times. There is some sort of fan night every night at the stadium that there's a home game because that's how bad they are. Tickets as low as except for the as low as thirteen dollars. Except for the Yankees games, I can see because they know the Yanks will drive down. Tampa's gonna fall off. We get a series with Kansas City. We play the Angels at one point. Bro, Kansas City is way better than you. So are the Angels. Everyone's way better than us at this point. So to just be like, yeah, we'll we'll steal one from everybody. Well, uh, an Orioles team, that's the type of team that you don't want to face in the second half of the season. The team that's got nothing to lose. That team's going to, you know, come up from. Okay. I I'm, I don't know. I reiterate, four wins in the month of June. Four wins in the month of June. All right. Uh, let's finish this June bad boy up with. is not over, by the way. Keep that in mind. Janino has been dead for years. We have four more days that in June. Is. Yeah. All right, we're getting into starting pitchers for uh, the All-Star game, and let's start in the National League. That's an easy one. That's Huynh Jin Ryu, who is on another planet this year. What if I argued that one guy has almost 20 more innings pitched on a worse team mm-hmm. with a better K-9 through ratio? You're talking about, I'm assuming, Max Scherzer. I am talking about multicolored eyeball, multicolored eye socket, Max Scherzer. And I will tell you that that's cute. He would be the second choice, but Ryu has a one-two-seven ERA and has walked six people in 15 starts. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, but (laughs) what if they were like, we're going to start the game with Kirby Yates and then Josh Hader in true MLB fashion. We're going to go with an opener. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to go Kirby Yates and then Josh Hader and we'll bring Ryu in for the ninth. 14 total earned runs. Not seen, obviously, anyone else in the teens. Well, I just want to try to throw some sort of like, I don't know, caveat. The next closest is Luis Castillo, surprisingly, on the Reds with 26. Frank Frankie Montas has twenty one. Oh, we're in National League, Mister Steroid. Yeah, that's that's a made up name. He's the one who just got popped for roids. By he way. did just get right. popped. Right. Yeah, National League starters ain't doing so hot. How's Chris Archer doing? Ah. 
Um, switching over, I vote for. I believe his ERA well. is over five. By the way. Uh, switching over to the American League, not so easy, but I think it, I I think it's pretty clear for me. Really? Yeah. So this one's tough because your lowest ERA is Charlie Morton on the Tampa Bay Rays. God, he's what a signing. ESPN does have Mike Miner lower than him. I have him as two two five two on ESPN. Charlie Morton's two three one. ERA. I got two three ERA. one on. I got two three one on Yahoo. I'm literally looking at ESPN right now. I am too. That's why I'm. Uh, it just I look at Yahoo. I see two point four three for Charlie Morton. Two point four for Mike Miner. That's not correct, but I don't know. Mike. Either either way, they're close. Let's just say they're close. That's very strange that you're on the exact same side as I am and getting the different stat. Um, but I don't care about ERA. Wait, wait, this is the most bizarre thing. When I click the filter for AL, then it gives me Charlie Morton at 2.31 ERA. If I keep it for all MLB pitchers, then it switches back to 2.43 ERA. Compelling radio. Keep going. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, so Charlie Morton, Mike Miner, Jake Odorizzi, Justin Verlander, Jose Barrios, Lucas Giolito, all options, in my opinion, of guys who can be the starter for the All-Star game. Um, if you want the star appeal, then Justin Verlander will be the starter. I might pick Lucas Giolito because of just how incredible he's been. His ERA shot up recently, but um, I think he was on a stretch, and he still might even be on the stretch, where his ERA for over 10 starts was like 1.2. So I'm going to pick Giolito. Lucas Giolito, 91, in- 91 innings. 111 strikeouts, 2.87 ERA, a whip of 1.07, and K through 9, 10.98. Let me tell you a guy that is beating him in every stat. Every stat. Every stat. ERA of 2.67, innings pitch 114, strikeouts 142, whip 0.75, and a K through 9, 11.15. It's not star power, Mike. It's Hall of Fame. I'm still throwing heat, Justin Verlander. And you know I don't like Verlander. He is clearly the American League starter. You know who has the best war in the American League? Who? Mike, Mike Miner. Talking about starters. <laughs> Mike Miner. Yeah, because Tejas is just killing it right now. I mean, I'm shocked by that. There is no way Mike – there is no way Justin Verlander with these stats is not the starter of the All-Star game. Remember when Mike Miner was like – the best pitcher in baseball for a year. Yeah, in Atlanta, right? Yeah. You had two, I'm looking here. He had a 3 2 1 ERA that year. Really good. Yeah. This is a Verlander thing. Okay. So Verlander versus Cause, Ryu. Because I hear you on the starter thing, you know, the, like the star appeal. I get that. But, dude, his stats are just as good, if not better, than everybody else's. His okay. ERA is a little high compared to, you know, Charlie Morton, who okay. doesn't strike anybody out. I'll accept that. That's not true. That's not true. I'll accept that. He struck out 113 people. It's only 30 less than Verlander. 30. Yeah. Verlander's got way more strikeouts than anybody else. Verlander also has 20 more innings than everybody else. Well, that could be where the strikeouts came from. Fun story. (laughs) He's cheating. He gets to pitch more innings. Yeah, because he lasts longer. That's what she said. (laughs) Fun story about Lucas Giolito. I sent it to Mike earlier, but uh, his dad used to work at EA Sports, or maybe still does. I don't know. So, obviously, he's a big uh, fan of video games. But at tri- uh, Halloween... My dad trick- works for Nintendo. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, at Halloween, for Trick or Treat, they would hand out video games to the kids instead of uh, candy. How dope would that be, going to the door and getting the latest copy of, uh, I guess it would be Madden, if it's October? That would you know? be 
Awesome. It that wouldn't be. FIFA would be coming out around that time too. It yeah. wouldn't be dope yeah. if you were me and your dad didn't let you have video games. You'd be <laughs> like, oh, cool, another reminder of things I don't get. <laughs> you could bring it to your friend's house and play though if you wanted to. I didn't have friends. Uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I had friends. I just wanted y'all to feel bad. Mike feels so bad right now. <laughs> no, that was just a really funny line. I appreciate uh, it. Real quick, and then we'll get out of here. Did you know that there's only four pitchers in all of baseball that have pitched over 110 innings? Can you guess who they are? Justin Verlander. Correct. We mentioned another one earlier. Max Scherzer. That is two. Pitched over 100 innings. Trevor 100, Bauer. 110. Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer is correct. Oh. He is number three at 112.1. I'm cheating. I'm looking at the list right now. Damn it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never dude. guess. You'll never guess the fourth. I was hoping you might guess Trevor Bauer, but Joe just had to wrap up the whole scene, baby, and just be a jerk. Has over a hundred and ten innings pitched. He's he's at a hundred and ten. At a hundred and ten. Zach Granke at one hundred eight. Oh, I thought I thought that was the guy. No, give me a hint. Give direct me slightly. Uh, National League. Okay. In a hitter's ballpark. And an ERA over four. You're never going to get German this. Marquez. That is the answer. Holy crap. I almost swore on the air. Good thing we, <laughs> I didn't because we don't have a dump button. Yes, we do. Oh, do we? Yeah. Go then for I it. Said, <laughs> then do it. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we'll mail this bad boy in. This is the hot corner. That's Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher behind the glass. I'm Patrick Harris, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Oh, man, I love diving into this really nerdy, nerdy baseball stuff. Just looking at some quality starts. Dude, I'm the pitching magic. I'm the pitching master. You're the pitching magic? I am so excited to slurp up my favorite pitcher in baseball, Jacob DeGrom. Um, I, for some reason, dude, I just... I don't know. It, I don't know if I like pitchers a lot or... I'm um, listening to that last drop. I, I think you definitely do. Well, I think it's because, like, I've won some fantasy leagues because I've been really good with pitching. Who doesn't like a good rubby action? And I'm, like, looking through this, and it's like, yeah, I already know all these things. You already know all these things? Yeah. What do you mean? They, they Like, like the, you're looking at the stats and going, know it, know it, Yeah, know it. kind of. Well, you listen to podcasts now, so I'm assuming you're hearing lots of cool stats from the Buster Olneys and David Schoenfelds of the world. No, it's not just that. It's it's just that I like look at this stuff and I'm like, yeah, I knew that guy was good. You know that Mike Fires had 11 quality starts. I, I didn't did know that. That's the thing. Like I looked at that and I was like, we're I've been looking at this through quality starts just because I was trying to find anybody on the Yankees that could throw a quality start. It took me a little bit. Uh, and I saw Mike Fires is sitting right here with 11, and I was like, oh, yeah, I did know that. I saw that the other day. Only owned by 46% of Yahoo. Oh, that's probably because he's not very good outside of his quality starts. Yeah, he's got a 420 ERA. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus Stroman, only owned by 65%, 3.04 ERA, he's 11 good. quality starts. He's been good this year. He's going to be a Yankee probably. Oh, well, probably. You guys got anybody to get him? Yeah. What's who's the minor league? Oh, you got Clint Frazier. <laughs> that poor guy. God, I feel so bad for him. But I don't because I think he's kind of a douchebag. Watch them do it without trading him, too. Yeah, I, I know because Brian Cashman would be like, yo, man, you got that guy? Can we get that guy? They're like, yeah, can we get Clint Frazier? He's like, you don't want Clint Frazier. 
Have you, you seen? Have you, you seen how he acted after he messed up all those fielding plays? He walked out of the clubhouse. Let us deal with it our way. Glaber you don't Tor- need to deal with that. Glaber Torres and Duhar, you guys, you don't want those guys. Torres hits ninth in our lineup. Why would you want him? Why would you want that guy? And Duhar's out for the year. Jeez. DJ LeMahieu's taking his job. Why would you want him? Yeah, I would just give up now. Now that Juan Venn guy. <laughs> yeah. Luke Bird is available right now. <laughs> Luke Bird? <laughs> Wait, what's his name? Craig Bird. Craig Bird. Yeah. Oh, sorry. One of my good friends, we call him Bird. His name's Luke. You're thinking um, of Luke Voigt and Greg Bird together. Sure, whatever. Bunch yeah, Greg Bird. Now that's a yeah, reclamation Greg project. Bird. I would. I mean. Plantar fasciitis, not that serious of an injury. He'll be back, ready to go. Think about that left-handed power. In your stadium. Eli Manning had plantar fasciitis, and look at him. He's killing it. <laughs> One, Kill two Super Bowl it. rings. Two Super Bowl. Patriot killer. Yeah. You want to beat the Patriots? Trade for <laughs> Trade Greg for Bird. Greg Bird. <laughs> yes, Ryan. Yes. Yeah. Marcus Stroman. You're totally right. And Vlad Guerrero Jr. for Greg Bird. <laughs> totally right. Here's Madison Bumgarner on a plate. <laughs> yeah, right. And starting at first base for the Cleveland Indians, Greg Bird. <laughs> On the mound for the New York Yankees. Trevor Bauer. Number 12, Trevor <laughs> Bauer. Starting tomorrow for the New York Yankees. Corey, no! Klu- Corey Kluber. No! Starting Wednesday for the New York Yankees, Carlos Carrasco. No! <laughs> Playing first base the rest of eternity, Greg Bird. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, God, man. Yeah, I wonder where Trevor Bauer is going to go. He's Do you really think they're going to trade him? Without a doubt, dude. You guys are in the playoff hunt. I know, man, but we're not going to be good. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> the American League is just like, hi, we're really good. Hi, we're really terrible. And then there's the Indians <laughs> that are just like, everything's okay as the room is burning. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> everything's fine. <laughs> are you going to trade Brad Hand and Trevor Bauer and make the wild card? Probably. Everything's fine. <laughs> Who are you playing in the wild card game? I don't know. What league are we in? <laughs> Gonna play Texas? Those guys suck. Lose 7-0. <laughs> or win 5 nothing. Who are you playing in the wild card game? The Houston Astros. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. crap. Ah! <laughs> Although look- you might get lucky and the twins might have the best record and you'd be like, oh, the twins. Huh? Maybe we could do that. Maybe we could beat them. Yeah, we could beat them. They hit nine home runs a game against your pitching staff because you traded Trevor Bauer and Brad Hand. <laughs> Trevor Bauer throws eight innings shutout in the playoffs for the Twins <laughs> against against the Indians. Indians. <laughs> he hates us. Nineteen strikeouts. That's why he's going to get traded. He hates us because he went into arbitration, and the Indians were like, you know, this guy's character. He's not the coolest dude. And then Trevor Bauer was like, oh really? Oh okay. We were like, how about you sign this extension for like eleven million a year? And he was like, how about you go blip yourself? <laughs> If you don't like it, you don't have to work here anymore. <laughs> it's basically what they said to him. Wow. It's basically what they said to him. They were like, they were like, hey, hey man, if, if you don't want to get paid nothing, then you know, you can go somewhere else. And then Bauer's probably gonna I was listening to uh only this morning, and they were like, him and Boog Shambi, should the Yankees get uh Bumgarner? And Shambi was like, Why does everybody want Bumgarner? I want Trevor Bauer. Can you imagine Bauer and pinstripes? I had to pull the truck over and vomit. <laughs> I don't know if I really want Wolf. Trevor Bauer either. <laughs> Wolf. Huh. Huh. You don't want Trevor Bauer? 
Being a Yankee would be the best thing for him because he'd actually clean up that disgusting grizz on his face. Dude, he's so weird. I know. I don't know if he'd fit into the clubhouse at all. Oh, because Madison Bumgar, our derp, 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 derp. Can't wait to be a Yankee. Derp, derp. Wow. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what that is. All right. Give me Marcus Stroman. He's from New York City. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay. Take Stroman. Get him, get him out Long of the and, and give him Clint Frazier. Who knows? Send him to Canada. That's what we do with every everybody. Brandon Drury's working out for them, right? Yeah. Follow, ah. follow suit. Ah. Take, hey, you can have Clint Frazier, but you got to take Greg Bird. All right. Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow around 4 p.m. Make sure you download no, that. No, it's wherever. dropping tonight because Drop. I leave tomorrow. Oh, Mike's going to drop it tonight. Holla! So make sure you grab that. Also, if you missed any of this show, you can download that on the Les Schwab Ty- Tires podcast at Tinny of the Fan. Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do, like shave my disgusting face because I'm a Yankee. And he would lift it, and the tip would always touch, and it would make things go off. So I'm just going to put my mouth under the nozzle and just pull. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.